It is Blake's Takes For God's Sakes. Oh, it is a Wednesday podcast, and this one promises to be a real humdinger. What does that even mean, a humdinger? And you're listening to Blake's Takes For God's Sakes. Humdinger sounds like a um a German word for oral sex, but we but this is not that type of podcast. What type of podcast it is, folks, is that this host is one claritin deep and he is out of control i am upside down i am sideways i am currently spinning around like a like a helicopter's propeller (laughs) oh it is december 6th 1989 is the year i'm recording this so i will be born or i guess i was born 10 months ago which is kind of fascinating if you think about it. Don't think about it too long, or else you will lose interest. There's a lot in show recommendation for you. I have a story about how that impacted the rest of my day. I also have something else to talk about that I cannot remember for the life of me, for the death of me, for the breath of me. But first, why don't we talk about... <clears throat> I atoned for my sins with my patrons. I gave you all a 20-minute big boy episode on Friday, or maybe it was on Saturday. It's hard to tell, but what I can tell you, let me get a few plugs out of the way, all right? First of all, um, for all my all my friends and family who listen to the Daily Zeitgeist podcast, I will be on that later this week. I believe that'll come out on Friday. Um And then as far as headlining dates go, folks, I have a new show to announce. December 15th, I will be headlining the Great Vermont Comedy Club, which is located in Nova Scotia. No, it is in Vermont, United States, Burlington, Vermont. And uh, by all accounts, and I am no one if I do not take into account every single one of the accounts. Uh, That show... Um, I, I believe by all accounts that is one of the top comedy clubs in the country. I've been trying to get in there for years, for four years, and <laughs> I will finally be able to perform there um, Thursday, so uh, a week from tomorrow, the date that this podcast comes out, Year of Our Lord, um, I will be performing there December 15th, 2022. Then on that Saturday, I will be at... The Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I will be headlining there on December 17th. Ooh, it's going to be nice and cold, baby. Uh, Christmas Eve is December 24th. That has. Uh, I just hope you enjoy it. Then I will be at the Hideout in Boston, Massachusetts. I was there in June. Got COVID-19 while I was, <laughs> while I was there. So I don't know if that's a reason to go. But um, I believe I got that on a brewery tour of Sam Adams. So next time you drink Sam Adams, 
you taste something a little off about it. Honey, that is not hops. That is that is a that is a virus is what you're tasting. So uh, I'm but I'm going to be uh, all joking aside <laughs> like my act. January 13th, I stole that from Todd Glass. January 13th and 14th, I will be at the Hideout in Boston, Massachusetts. Had one of my favorite shows I've ever done. Last time I was there, so I hope you come see me then. And finally, finally, uh, February 23rd through the 26th, I will be at Go Bananas. That's going to be, dare I say, a special series of shows more information on that later so those are the promotions those are the plugs and i'm covered in bugs right now to be completely honest i am just sloshed head to toe in beetle beetle juice more like beetle guys hey guys what are we going to be talking about this week let's get into the podcast first of all i have a television a tell first of all i bought a television no i didn't we're not a television family. Have we t- have we talked about this? So my now wife, former girlfriend, and in the middle, why don't we throw in that big fat F word? Fuck. No, a fiance. We are a projector family. That's my little family. We, should, we are a projector family. So, which I can tell you, I know some people are averse to because, ooh, did I just use a big word? Before I get into this, let me say this. Before I get into that, let me say that. When I, I had a memory recently where, as as you all know, anybody who listens to this podcast, anyone who's heard me speak for more than a couple minutos knows that I have a robust vocabulary. And I don't know where that comes from. Let's 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 acknowledge. Let's yeah, cool vocabulary, but like you don't know how to use words correctly. Let's analyze that for a second. I I think my vocabulary start. You know what? You know what I think it is. Is think I know that I I pay a lot of attention to words in general and word economy, and I do also look up words a lot. Not to sound like a cool, like popular jock or anything, but I do, whenever I hear a word I don't know, I will look it up in a dictionary every single time. And I don't know if that's, well, I do know it's a quasi <clears throat> annoying trait, but I do do that. I do 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 I do look up a word every single time I don't know it, and then I memorize that word, and then I use it in casual conversation, which can be found to be off-putting. And I had this memory that, and I have two memories, but one memory, and from that memory, I remember that when I was in middle school, there was like this like popular girl I had a crush on, and I used a large word to like impress her. And then she goes, I don't know what that means. And then just walked away like I was dog shit. And I felt like such a loser in that moment where I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh, what was I thinking? You know, I'm so uncool using a word that she doesn't know what it means. But in reality, it's like, well, it's not my fault. You're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? So if I could go back in time and talk 
to Jessica. Hey, Jessica, maybe read a book, you 11-year-old moron. Maybe pick up a goddamn book, you fucking superfluous bitch. It doesn't even even use that word correctly. But how would you all know? hmm? You're worse readers than Jessica. You're all a bunch of Jessicas. You're all a bunch of freaking Jessicas. Maybe I'm going to open a female, a, a, a magazine <laughs> geared towards women called Jessica. And it's just going to be all gossip. All gossip about people nobody knows but me. Now, here's the question. Am I Jessica? No. I'm Brenna. And Brenna knows who Jessica is. And I believe Brenna is kind of a disgruntled in. Not employee because she doesn't technically work for Jessica, but Jessica is the you know the popular bitch, and Brenna is like a second tier hench person, wench person to Jessica. So definitely bereaved. I, I don't think that we can argue. I don't think anyone would argue that. If they were, well, I'd say uh, C U L eight. ER later for those of you who can't keep up in reality like the the word that I used was turtle <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> what if that's how I laughed what if someone told me hey knock knock who's there um boo boo who why are you crying <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> sorry I just finished my milkshake you know what I should call you fucking people? You know what I should call the people who listen to this podcast? Wextroverts. Not bad. Not bad at all. And by the way, if I came up with that live on the podcast, I would be I would be singing. I would be honestly singing the national anthem at the top of my lungs. My country tis of thee, sweet land of liberty. I have $20,000 in debt that I need you to help me out with, okay? I took out some loans from a loan shark. They're charging me 80% interest, which I thought was a good deal, but apparently apparently, apparently they're fucking me. Now, speaking of fucking, um, oh, good, more emails. That's what I need. What should I put on my Christmas list this year, huh? I know it's already getting late. I know it's already December 6th, but I do feel like everyone should get me something. What should I get you? What do you want? Enough about me. How about you? My legs are a little cold, but they're really big. My legs, if you were to cut them open, they would have, I would probably say like 250 rings. I think my legs are as old as a redwood tree. Which is something you don't hear that often. How do you say it? Often? Often. When I'm being a bitch and I want to prove a point, I say often. Because I've found that the more em- the way the, the more you emphasize a word, the more you're like the more likely you are to be taken very seriously. <laughs> 
And I think no one can. I can't deny it. I can't read over. I can somebody read to me? Do 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 do. Show me that book to me. Do 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 do. I can't deny it. I can't read or write. Send me a fucking book. La da da da. I won't give it a a look. La da da da. Cause it's not worth my time. I don't know if I've talked about this on here before, but um, my neighbor is an incredible musician. This is not a bit. And he plays like the cello and the harp. And it's it's like gorgeous and the violin. And I can hear it through the walls. And I think I have said this before where he it's normally if you can hear your neighbor through the walls, it's actually like a bad thing. But I do truly enjoy hearing it. it it actually like puts me at ease believe it or not and i'm just thinking that for him it has to be the inverse where there's no way listening to me do whatever the hell i just did is at all relaxing or anything other than i would say at best annoying and, and not exaggerating at all or exaggerating while we're on the subject just hearing someone do this People have to listen to this. You, you're choosing to listen to this, which, by the way, I am standing up and I am saluting you over and over and over again. I cannot stop saluting you, and I may never stop saluting you. But these people, here's the thing about this podcast, and I am no bit abundantly aware of this. It is, not only is it not for everyone, it's only for a few people, people who listen to this. It's very specific. Now, if I wanted to do a broad podcast, I would do it, okay? And by a broad podcast, I mean a podcast for women. (laughs) 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 Sorry, a scarf. Sorry, some guy was walking by a hipster, and his scarf got caught in my throat. And good Lord, and he didn't stop. He couldn't stop. And that's one thing me and that guy have in common. I guess the word hipster is never used anymore, right? And it's not one of those terms where I believe it's not offensive. It's just I feel like it's not a cool term anymore. Hipster. It does make you sound old when you or like out of touch or not hip, right? Oh, there you go. Hipster sounds like the great name of a, of a social media platform. Oh, good. Oh, good. Siri has been listening to this shit the whole time. It, it, what word did I say that would make Siri think I was talking to her? Hmm? Was it like, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Please allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. Oh, H to the O-V. Here's an interesting thing, and I know you've all been waiting for me to address it, so I will. Kirstie Alley has passed away. Kirstie? What? Kirstie. Kirstie Alley. Now, um, I, I, don't know, I, I don't know anything really about this person, but I actually do know a bit when I bring up a point of shame, and I wonder why... And I'm going to try to figure out why I did this. But I do remember early on when I did stand-up. Now, for those of you who don't know, 
I started to, so this is self-reflection hour with Blake Wexler, and this will not be an hour. This is self-reflection, couple minutes at most with Blake Wexler, where I remember early on when I first started doing stand-up, and for those of you who don't know, um, I first got on stage when I was 15. I took a quote-unquote comedy class at a local, like a night class at a local high school, even though like a different high school from the one that I was attending, and then I would do open mics when I was 16, and like my mom would drive them, drive me to them. She would take them to me. I was very very uh di- i was a diva i was devo i was really into the band devo and holy diva we gotta do stand up because it's 17 so i remember the jokes that i would make where it wasn't and, and I'm, i guess i'm kind of saying this to defend myself in a way where i remember so comedy different types of comedy was not readily available then and I think if you want it to get whether and I'll just kind of go broad to more specific where there were different movies, obviously. And as far as comedy goes, I think there were some smart comedies. Then there were like, you know, the broy, like fratty comedies. And then as far as stand up went, the only place you could really watch stand up at that age was Comedy Central would have Premium Blend, which was they would show, you know, 10-minute sets from comedians or, like, the Comedy Central half hour or hour. And then HBO also had stand-up, but we didn't we didn't have HBO. And also, I mean, you could see it live, but I, I only knew... Oh, and then you could have, like, stand-up comedy CDs and albums where... You could buy them. You would have to go to the store and buy them. But then it's like, how do you discover new stand-up comedians if you don't have, you know, Pandora or Spotify or, you know, like on YouTube or Instagram Reels or whatever. And so my access to comedians was, like, fairly limited. And then there was radio. And the only radio that really had stand-up comedians on it at the time was this morning show called Opie and Anthony. And they were syndicated throughout, I, I would admit, definitely the Northeast. And I don't know if they were syndicated throughout the rest of the United States. But it was a very offensive and blue stand-up show where they or not stand-up show i'm sorry uh, morning radio show they were shock jocks and they were famous where they had they were kicked off the air because they had like two fans um had sex with each other live on air you know in saint peter's basilica in new york and they got kicked off of air because of that and then i think one of them is now doing radio somewhere the other started a far-right radio station um which it doesn't look good <laughs> for the story that I'm going to tell. But they would break. They were one of the few areas where you could listen to stand-up comedians talk to one another. And it, re- it was kind of like Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn, that show that was on Comedy Central, where it was stand-ups just kind of riffing and talking to one another. And I so craved that as a kid who loved stand-up where I'm like oh my god what's better than stand-ups talking to one another now we have podcasts like WTF and every other comedy podcast where comedians just shoot the shit and I still love those so much 
and but back then you didn't really have a choice of the comedians on it or what they were talking about so some of the comedians um have gone on to be incredibly successful comedians that were on there like bill burr uh patrice o'neill who passed away uh jim norton i think i don't know if sarah sarah silverman would be on there sometimes rich voss like it was a lot of new york you know edgy comedians on there and the ringleaders were these shock jocks who weren't doing the weren't doing progressive comedy so when you're young you emulate the type of comedy that you would see on there now i would never do filthy stand-up because i was still like a 15 or 16 year old but i remember they would make fun of people's weights and they would um make fun of people's appearances and use words that like i would never use and i remember early on like making a video for school where i made a just fat jokes about kirstie alley because i think i had i was probably maybe four like i was 14 or 15 at that point i think i was 15 and i was a 15 year old boy and i remember just adding in like oh yes Christy Krispy Kreme Alley was like the joke that I made, which is so a not a creative joke. It's just the most simple crisp really that's that's what you got. It's alliterative. I'll give myself that. Um but other than that, it Krispy Kreme Alley would have made sense instead of Chris it just doesn't make any I can't even save that joke structure. Twenty or however how old am I? Twenty years later almost 20 years later, a little less than 20 years later. So I was trying to think like that was my memory of her is that I I would make fat jokes about her because I heard my, my role models were bad. Does that make sense? And I didn't have a brain yet to realize, Hey Blake, like maybe like, you know, you can do a different type of comedy. You don't have to do that shit. So I thought, uh, anyway, that just kind of jogged my memory of, your drug memory of a like oh when she passed away obviously rest in peace and you know no that's I don't, was she a trump supporter <laughs> hold on hold on let me see kirsty hold on yeah she uh sorry I, I just looked it up she is a MAGA person all right well good riddance no i'm kidding um yeah i, I think <laughs> sorry uh yeah, I, I think just, you know, doing self-reflection in real time right now, it's interesting to see. Uh, and by the way, I, I think there's plenty of people who were that age who weren't influenced by people like that and didn't make jokes at someone's weight expense, which I've talked about on here a lot where I'm trying to stop. And, and I think I've done a better job of not doing that anymore, but you can't make you can't make fat jokes. It's not cool. So, um, and that's something I definitely used to do. But yeah, it's just an interesting looking back at how, and now I wonder because say like I was starting doing stand up now when I was 15 or 16. Now you have such a unlimited amount of comedians that you can watch. I feel like that's only a good thing though, where, I wonder if there's an argument that could be made where you would have so many influences that you could be overwhelmed by it. And I do think now it there's a risk that some of the product can be 
watered down where you do have i've talked about this ad nauseum before but like you have someone who's done gotten very big on tiktok and youtube and then they're trying stand-up and because they already have a massive audience from tiktok and youtube which is a different skill set than doing stand-up now a ton of people will see those tiktok stars's stand-up and be like oh this is terrible whereas if you were just doing stand-up and you were bad at stand-up you wouldn't have a massive audience to see you yet does that make sense which actually makes me feel a little bad for these tiktok stars and people that they don't get to work on stand-up if they actually want to do it in a way where they're kind of anonymous you know maybe some work on it that way but it's probably a little hard right so anyway all that to say uh not doing you know i'm sure i'll slip up every once in a while but i'm trying very hard not to do fat jokes anymore and uh rest in rest in peace to um that uh to Kirstie Alley, I guess. I don't. I really didn't see the podcast going this way. <laughs> oh, she's a fallen angel. All right. Next, I did want to say this. Okay, I wanted to give you a television recommendation before we move on. Bad sisters. Okay. Now, okay, okay, do you follow? Now, Bad Sisters is a show on Apple TV+, Plus, which is a platform. I think what I spend on that per month is the 11,000th streaming dollar that I spend monthly for various... I have them all, baby. I've got... We've got Hulu. We've got Network Flix. We've got Hobo Max. We've got HBO Max. We've got <laughs> Hobo Max is um, an unhoused person named Maximilian who does these act outs that are honestly not good. I got to cancel Hobo Max. And then we've also gotten um, Apple TV Plus. Do we have Paramount Plus? I don't think we do. Peacock. And we have something called Darren, which is basically a, a white guy that uh, has a GoPro strapped to his head, and we watch him ski in in Park City. So Darren, we don't watch that much. Darren Plus is is way too expensive. You get three more GoPros attached, one to his each one of his knees. He has two knees, and then another one attached to his his lower back. So you get to see the reverse view of Darren going down the slopes. So that's that riff. But we have so we just finished watching. Bad Sisters, the first season, and it's Sharon Hogan is her name. I believe she's the woman from the Rob Delaney show, Catastrophe. Is that what it's called? Hold on. You know what, Blake? Do you have any, any information? Shannon, Shan, hold on. Sharon Horgan, who is uh, an Irish access, uh, actress, writer. Yeah, so she was in Catastrophe, Bad Sisters, this way up um she's i i love everything she's in she's one of my she's fucking awesome and she is now in this show uh what's it called bad bad sisters and it's on apple tv plus it's great essentially what the premise of the show is is that there's five sisters 
and one of them is married to a really terrible guy. And it's the sisters basically agree, um, yo, we should kill this guy. And then there's an insurance company trying to see if the sisters did actually, like, is there foul play? Did the sisters kill him? Did something else happen? None of these are spoilers. You figured this all out right away. And everyone in that show is so good. Every single sister is amazing. And the show is so funny and also gut-wrenching, where the guy who plays JP, who is the sister's evil husband, is so evil, it's hard to watch. It's, it's frequently hard to watch. So if you're looking for a show that's very funny, um, original, the world that it takes place in is somewhere in Ireland that looks so beautiful. I want to move there yesterday. It's gorgeous. And this guy makes Hitler. Uh, well, let's not go down that road. <laughs> let's backtrack from that right away. All right, Blake. All right, Blake. What is this? Graduation? Huh? Which album is this? What are you releasing? Hmm? Hmm? You're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna lose my Yeezys. Oh, they're gonna. I, I never bought a Yeezy, by the way, and I won't. What if I now? I'm like, I, I think they might be on sale. <laughs> so, he, what was I saying? It takes a place in a beautiful place, but he is this guy. Like makes Voldemort, Darth Vader, every evil character in the history of television or movies. I don't think I've ever seen a more evil character than this guy. He's just this manipulative evil man. And the the actor, I, I was laughing with my, my wife about this, where the, the cast is filled, like, all the women are absolutely incredible in this cast. And I'm like, God, I feel like the guy deserves, like, an Academy Award. So he's he's unbelievable in it. But he, um, I, I don't know a lot of people who are watching that show. It's 10 episodes. They're, like, 40, 50 minutes an episode. And I could not recommend it more i think sharon is i know she's the executive producer on it and and developed it and i also think she's uh she frequently writes the episodes as well and it's just uh pretty much an all-female cast except for the bad guy and uh the two insurance guys and it's it's phenomenal it's so good under the radar show could not recommend it enough bad sisters on apple tv plus i have two more things to say and I'm going to say them when we come back from these very important messages, which is really just a jingle that I will never stop using. You're listening to Blake's Takes, for God's sakes, on 101.fun, the gun. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. P.U. This podcast stinks of funny. We, <laughs> we're right back. We are right back. I'm, I'm the left back. And the right back is sitting to my, uh, I have the wrong back, to be completely honest. Getting into last week, I spoke at length about the best holiday decorations. And most of them were Christmas decorations, other than the menorah, which I think is a gorgeous, gorgeous device. But, and... My wife and I finally, on Friday, went out to get a Christmas tree. And we got a Christmas tree in a neighborhood because, 
for some reason, a lot of the Christmas tree locations in the city were not open during the day. We went at around 4 in the afternoon. But there was one that we found open that I would say was, um, to put it delicately, a neighborhood that uh, I would think... I would not go into at night, if that makes sense. One of these, just one of these, uh, like a Philly, a Philly bad neighborhood. <laughs> so, uh, but they had Christmas trees. So we went there, and the people were super nice. Um, the guy like even carried our Christmas tree to the car for us. Like we didn't even have to carry it. Yes, I tipped him, and we got this Christmas tree. It was cute. It looked like it was a plumper just a a thick baby and also had my my wife and I like things that are slightly weird and the top of it had it wasn't like a perfect cone it was a cone but without the rounded top there was just one bare stick of a branch coming up off the top which I kind of liked where I'm like oh we can affix the the topper to this bitch and we buy the tree we're psyched about it. We get it home. It's hardly hardly spilling any any needles anywhere. I put it in the thing, and that plumper is, oh, uh, it's crooked. It is they the way they drilled. So here's 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 our situation. We have a amount or what would you call it? The base for the Christmas tree, the thing that you put it in. It has like a. What, what would you a not a novel what would you call it hey mr robust vocabulary what is it a protrusion at the bottom of it and you drill a hole in the bottom of the tree when when you when, or they drill the hole in the bottom of the tree when you get it and you place the hole over the protrusion and that's what stand the christmas tree stand jesus christ and that's how the christmas tree stands up but the hole in the bottom of the trunk was drilled at an angle for some reason. So our tree was so crooked. And I really thought, because we, I love to have, and my wife's the same way, we like having character in our thing. So I was like, okay, a little bit of a crooked tree. It's funny. It's cute. It adds to the character of our little tree. And then we kept walking by it and thought, this looks like absolute shit. This looks terrible. And it, it looked like we weren't doing well. Does that make sense? Like, it didn't look like a joke. It was, the angle was 40 degrees past, oh, this is a funny joke. So I put, like, a couple towels, like, dish rags that I folded underneath the back of the Christmas tree stand to stand it up more straight. And it is still certainly crooked, but it's not like it's not altering my quality of life anymore. Does that make sense? Cause that tree was so goddamn crooked. It was, cr it was crazy. You felt nauseous looking at it. And, but you can't put too many things underneath it to straighten it up because then when I water the tree, all the water will spill out of the bottom of the, of the Christmas tree reservoir. Christmas tree reservoir sounds like a cute place to walk a dog around. So we're looking at it and I'm like, fuck, it's all decorated. It's cute as hell. And we're, we're pretty, we're like, God damn, this does, 
this does still kind of look like shit. Now, when we're on the couch, or I would say 75% of the angles from which we look at it are, it looks like a cute, normal Christmas tree. But if you look at it when you're walking from the kitchen, it you see how crooked this son of a bitch is. And my wife, now here's the good news. Last year, we had a perfectly erect uh, tree, and but it wouldn't drink water. So this thing, we have this tree, it looks perfect, we decorate it, but the goddamn thing goes on a hunger strike. So we have this piece of kindling, this this flammable, this flambe in the poof poof sort of p- f- fucking thing. We have a Trojan horse in our home. Though gorgeous, we put lipstick on a pig. It was going to burst into flames at any moment. So it was kind of like, oh, maybe let's not light the uh, the holiday candle that close to that tree. And we had to throw away early when we, were, when we were going on Christmas break. But this tree, this crooked, crooked tree is a thirsty son of a bitch. This thing drinks my milkshake. So I guess that is one thing where I, I do have an affection for it because I do like that it's crooked to a point and I do like its weird head. And I also really appreciate that it's drinking the water because a lot of trees don't do that. And then you just have a brittle tree and the pine needles fall everywhere and it's super annoying. So what we've done is my wife has found a Christmas tree stand that you can kind of angle it a bit where you can adjust the settings on the side. They're like these screw-in things. So you can kind of lean it forward without, I mean, if this tree falls over my god oh i thought i thought we just turned on the heat and 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 one one issue in this house my my, my life is falling apart everybody another issue in this house is uh as as my my long-term listeners know when we turn on the heat in this house i have an allergic reaction and i can't talk anymore now i know some of you might make the joke oh boy i hope you i hope you turn on the heat now as you stop doing the podcast no no and finally before i go and patrons, you will get your special hellos next week. And everybody else, December, Thursday, December 15th. You can, Oh, I missed my helium date last time. Thursday, December 15th, I'm going to be at Vermont Comedy Club. December 17th, that's Saturday, I'm going to be Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And then another massive show, I am going to be at Helium Comedy Club headline. These are all headlining dates in Philadelphia on January 5th. It's going to be a riot. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, One day away from January 6th. So that is in January 2023. Before I go, I've talked a lot about the World Cup on this podcast. I've talked a lot about it on the Patreon episodes, patreon.com slash Blake Wexler. I on Saturday the United States men's national team was eliminated from the World Cup which is it's great that they advanced to this point um and I think they're going to be they're very very young I think they they were like the third youngest team in the World Cup and we host the World Cup in 4 years so they're they're going to be very very good then they're going to be an exciting team to watch and I think this is drummed up interest in the U.S. men's team, the fact that they advanced out of their group to the uh, to the round of 16, 16 best teams in the world. Um, yes, they lost there, but I that game was on at 10 a.m., and I was very excited to have drinks before. And I talked about this, I believe, on the Patreon episode on Friday or Saturday, whenever I released it, but I 
used to when I was younger be able to have some drinks and then like take a nap and do the rest of my day. I got hammered drunk at 10:30 in the morning on on Saturday. And then I took a nap later like later in the afternoon. I took a nap at like 3 p.m. cuz we went out and got lunch with our friends afterwards and I woke up in a state of confusion that I don't think I've ever been in. Like I knew I knew that I was laying next to my wife in bed, but I didn't know her name and I I, I couldn't tell you what she looked like before I gazed upon her where I kind of had to pretend like I knew her like I recognized her I'm like uh yes hello you must be my wife (laughs) and it was a time of day where it was dark out I think I woke up at 5 p.m taking a nap I never nap in general because I can't shut my brain off off so to a take a nap I would have woken up confused because I was dead asleep because I was I passed out and waking up at that time and with that level of confusion was one of the more bizarre experiences I've had in quite some time. So I guess if you're going to day drink or morning drink, stick with light beer. Hmm? Maybe maybe don't spread on the old IPA. Maybe don't go to a German beer hall and drink out of a bucket with a handle on it. Just a little piece of advice. Folks, thank you so much for listening this week. This has been Blake's Takes, for God's sakes. Another episode in the can. Um, if you want to come see me live, it's blakewexter.com slash live dash dates. And I would love to see you at a show. Come say hello. If you're a member of the Patreon, I will set tickets aside for you. It's part of the deal. And I will talk to you all Soon. Enjoy your week, patrons. I will talk to you on Friday. This has been Blake Sakes for God's sakes. Bye. Blake! Blake Wessler! Blake! Blake! Blake Wessler! Blake! Blake Wessler! Blake!